Hey y'all, welcome to episode 66 of Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura Diaz. I'm happy to have you. I feel like every week I am talking to new people and I am so thankful that y'all are reaching out and keeping in contact and enjoying the podcast and telling your friends about it because I am so thankful for this community and I love that it is very much a conversation between us. A little housekeeping announcement. I do have new stickers. So Eco Chic podcast stickers, if you are interested in receiving one, just go ahead, follow me on Instagram, Eco Chic podcast, and send me a DM that you'd like one. Send me your address and I'm more than happy to ship them out right away. They just come in a little envelope and you're more than welcome to like compost the envelope afterwards. But I just wanna make sure that everyone gets a sticker if they are interested because it's such a fun way to just rep the podcast and I'll send you a couple extras if you have friends that are listening and things like that. So I really enjoy being able to give stickers away. I've done this in the past and y'all have really, really enjoyed it. So I just wanna let you know there's a whole new batch ready to go out in the mail. So just go ahead and reach out if you are so interested. This week we are talking about five easy ways to eat more plant-based. So I do wanna preface this with the thought that I am not a vegan. I eat plant-based about 90% of my life. I call myself a vegan at home which is a term that I've been using since the start of Eco Chic, and some of y'all have reached out that it really, really resonates with you. I personally feel so much better physically and mentally when I'm eating a plant-based diet. It started as me giving up beef as a New Year's resolution with my friend Dana in 2017, so that was totally environmentally motivated. It was about the carbon footprint of beef, which I do have episodes on that in the past. I have like one of my very first episodes was called What's the Beef, and it was all about the carbon footprint of beef products. So anyway, Dana and I gave up beef as a New Year's resolution 2017, and then I decided to give up dairy for skincare reasons about a year afterwards. I started living a lower waste lifestyle about two years ago, and guess what? Lots of animal products come in packaging. So when I started shopping package-free, I unintentionally changed my diet to mainly produce and bulk bin items, so like grains and beans. Again, I am not claiming to be a vegan, and you do not have to be a vegan if you don't want to. So plant-based diets are one of the most effective ways that you can lower your personal carbon footprint. In fact, it's closely tied with composting as the number one most effective personal climate change solution. So just one day a week, like a meatless Monday, or one meal being totally plant-based is actually a really serious way to help your environmental impact. I also wanna remind us that it's totally doable to get all of your nutrient requirements from plants. Research shows that the American diet actually overconsumes protein. So if your initial reaction to cutting out animal products is, wow, I'd never be able to get enough protein, no offense, but you're kinda wrong. The only vitamin we as humans can't get from a fully plant-based diet is B12, and there are plenty of supplements to help with that. I personally take a spray every morning. You can find it as a liquid or a capsule in health food stores and online. I can link the one that I have in the show notes. I got it in my Kinder Beauty box a few months ago and also gave one to my friend Alex. B12 deficiencies can result in brain fog and feeling overly tired and just generally slower functioning. I personally see a huge difference when I take my spray, but otherwise there is absolutely no dietary deficiencies according to research that you need to be concerned about when it comes to a plant-based diet. Today, we will first be talking about two like general food groups and then three more specific food items like ingredients and then some ideas of how to incorporate them into your diet. So I just wanna remind everyone, vegans don't have to just eat salad or rice and beans. There are really so many super easy and still totally delicious ways to eat a little bit more plant-based. So breakfast is the first food group I want to kind of encourage y'all to think a little bit deeper about. Breakfast is the absolute easiest meal to make plant-based. 
There are so many options for meat-free, animal product-free breakfast options. So we're talking about like oatmeal and overnight oats, pancakes that can be made without eggs and butter. There are always vegan baked goods. You could do smoothies and smoothie bowls. I'll talk in a couple minutes about tofu scrambles as an easy egg dish replacement. So there are really so many ways to just avoid things like eggs and bacon. It's such a simple way to check off your plant-based meal for the day. If you're starting to transition into a more plant-based diet and just doing one meal a day is going to help you get there, breakfast is such an easy way to just start that process. My absolute favorite vegan breakfast option is overnight oats. I could talk about these all day, every day. They're also really great just for like a girl on the go because they're great to meal prep and just leave in your fridge. So you're gonna wanna do for overnight oats. It's kind of the same as oatmeal, but you don't have to do any prep in the morning of like cooking them over the stove or anything like that. You're gonna take a jar and you're going to fill it with about a cup of oats. So like about half of your mason jar. And then go ahead and add chia seeds. I also like to add flax seeds. And then I always add cinnamon too because it pairs so well with whatever fruit you're gonna to top it with in the morning. Fun fact, cinnamon is also super good for your metabolism. Mix all of this up in your jar and then go ahead and cover it with a nut milk. I don't wanna give a measurement for the amount of liquid to add because honestly, I don't measure it out. And the important part is that you fully submerge the oats. Don't like drown them, but just make sure that everything is covered. And then go ahead and leave it in the fridge and they say within about five hours, your oats are good to go. So I like to do these on Monday night. I'll do two or three at the same time and then just leave them good for the week. And then I have oats ready to go in the morning and I'll put on an apple or bananas or organic berries or something like that, whatever I have on hand. And it's just a really easy, fun, quick morning meal that really keeps you full for a long time. Oats are super high in fiber and it's a great source of a carb in the morning as opposed to like a piece of toast. So the next food group we're going to talk about is dairy. This is like my number one replacement idea for someone who's transitioning into a more plant-based diet. There are so many good replacements now for dairy products. So nut milks and fake cheese, things like that. You can also expand this to be conscious of your waste here and that you could DIY your nut milks if you are so inclined. And you can also just be really conscious of your footprint, like picking a cashew milk over an almond milk. Almond milk does have a pretty high environmental impact if you want to look into that it's really water intensive to create but nut milks are essentially just nuts that have been soaked in water over time and then they squeeze out the pulp these are inexpensive at the grocery store usually even less expensive than a traditional like dairy milk but again really easy to do it yourself if you are so inclined and then in terms of cheese replacements there are a lot of really great brands that are now making cheese replacements kite hill has a really delicious cashew based cream cheese, and then Daya also makes a really great just cheese in general, like sliced cheese if you're into that for sandwiches. But in terms of a low waste cheese replacement, you can also think about nutritional yeast, which you can find in a lot of bulk stores. It's basically little flakes that give a cheesy flavor to things. People sprinkle this on top of tacos or salad. I personally just use it when I'm cooking and want a cheesy flavor. So let me tell you guys about this fake Alfredo sauce that I am obsessed with. It is a cashew sauce. It's so, so easy and you don't even miss the dairy at all because it is just creamy and delicious. So the first thing you're gonna wanna do is soak your cashews. I usually make about half a package of pasta and use about a cup of roasted cashews, roasted but not salted. So soak these cashews in water for about two hours and then drain them and rinse them super well. The water is gonna be a little bit murky. And then in a blender or a food processor, I seriously just use my Nutribullet, blend that one cup of soaked cashews with about a cup of water. I like to add minced garlic and nutritional yeast always. Again, gives it that cheesy Alfredo-y taste. If I'm feeling super wild, I'll add herbs and spices as well. And you seriously could not tell the difference. Cashews do a 
great, great, great job of being an effective dairy replacement when you're cooking them down and blending them. It is just creamy and delicious and is so indulgent, it feels like. I can't tell you the last time I had an Alfredo pasta now like being plant-based and being low waste. So this is such a great solution for me. It settles a little bit and is a little bit less smooth when you reheat it for lunch the next day, but honestly, it's so good. I make it like once a week right now. Dairy is a bad situation. Dairy is scary. You do not have to get into that. If you are trying to transition into a more plant-based diet, it's such an easy way to just start with a major food group to start cutting it out. And this doesn't have to be like all or nothing. Let's remember that. It's just like choosing a sorbet over an ice cream or again, choosing a nut milk over a dairy milk easy little swaps that are just going to transition you into a lower carbon footprint. That's really what's going to help you long term. I mentioned earlier that I first cut out dairy for skincare reasons. Now it's an environmental and health reason, but there is a lot of research on the health impacts of dairy longer term. If you want to go ahead and look that up, I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to medical school, so I'm not going to get into that today, but it is really interesting just to read if you're interested in like reading scholarly articles. Overall, dairy, bad situation. Just cut it out. Now we're gonna get into the food items helping you transition into a more plant-based diet. So the first food that I wanna talk about is lentils. Lentils are an easy bean to use as a meat replacement because I feel like they hold up really, really well in cooked recipes. Lentils are also super high in iron, so they're great if you're on your period. Of course, you can eat them on your own wherever you'd likely use beans, so like in a chili or on top of a salad. I personally have been making these lentil meatballs lately that are just too good. Just take your cooked lentils and put them in a food processor, breadcrumbs, onions, carrots, just what you'd usually put in a meatball recipe. I also like to overload into Italian seasoning. Like seriously, I'm refilling my Italian seasoning jar once every six weeks. So you take this mixture of pureed lentils and then all of your ingredients, and then you just form them into little balls. And I like to bake them. You could also definitely fry them if that's how you like your meatballs. And then just toss them in with a tomato sauce if you're so inclined, or I'll do like an herby pesto to help me use up any extra greens that I have in the fridge. And it is just too good. It's such an easy spaghetti and meatballs for a plant-based diet. Lentils are also super great in curries or more soupy dishes that you can put over rice. I cheat a little bit and I don't do a true curry where I like toast the spices and draw it all out. I do a shortcut where I take coconut milk, a tomato puree or crushed tomatoes, and then just simmer it with some onions and carrots that I've already sauteed and throw that in with curry powder. You put lentils in there and sometimes I do half lentils, half chickpeas, put this over some jasmine rice and it is such an easy like weeknight curry recipe that feels really extravagant and indulgent, but it's super easy. It's super high in iron and in protein and it makes really great leftovers the following day. The next food item I wanna talk about is mushrooms. Mushrooms are actually my favorite meat replacement because you still get a really meaty texture without using an animal product. Mushrooms are totally having a moment right now. Just last week, I was talking to someone and we agreed that mushrooms are the new kale. Mushrooms are really trendy because different kinds of mushrooms have different specific health benefits. So overall, they're really great for supporting cognitive health, so your brain basically, but there are a lot of other more specific benefits if you wanna get into researching specific kinds of mushrooms. In the summer, a great way to feel like you're participating in a barbecue is to grill a big portabella and then eat it like a burger patty in the summertime. So this is super easy because you can buy them in bulk usually and they are huge like saucery patty sized mushrooms and you can just grill them over a barbecue, it's awesome. I also like to add mushrooms into that curry I was just talking about, lentils and mushrooms. Oh my God, it's so good. Of course, they're super great on pizza. And I also think that what I love best about mushrooms is that they take almost no time at all to saute. 
So if you're making a fried rice and decide towards the end, wow, I should have added some mushrooms. It's really quick to just rinse and slice a handful and toss them in. I add them into salads as well. I eat them raw, which is great if you're someone who likes to have something to really bite on in salad. So if you're usually adding in some chopped chicken to your salads, go ahead and try out a couple slices of mushrooms instead and see if you're getting that same experience because I personally find that it's a really great easy replacement. The last item that we are going to talk about today is tofu. Okay, tofu is intimidating, I will be honest. I feel like we have to talk about tofu though because it's kind of like vegan starter pack, what you assume vegans eat, tofu. Tofu is a soy-based meat replacement. I personally think I have a sensitivity to soy, so I don't eat tofu super often, but I love to order it when I'm out. I mostly see tofu in Asian-inspired dishes, like adding it into noodle dishes or ramens, cubed up with some sesame seeds on top. Y'all, it is so good when it's done right. The trick when you buy tofu, it comes in a package with water. So you'll need to really thoroughly dry out your tofu and take out as much water as possible so that it absorbs whatever you're marinating it in. You're gonna wanna take your block out of the package and then start just lightly pressing it between paper towels. The towels will be literally soaked. Then you're gonna go ahead and cube up that block of tofu and then put these cubes in between new paper towels, lightly press them again, and at this point your tofu should be ready to marinate. Throw it in a bowl and let it sit for a minute if you have the time. You could also just throw them into whatever you're already cooking. Tofu is like a sponge, so you can really get it nice and juicy with flavor. I also love a tofu scramble. This is one that I make at home whenever I have tofu on hand. So for scrambles, I'll go ahead and buy a medium firmness tofu. But if you're cooking it into cubes, you're going to want to buy firm or extra firm. My friend Emerald told me about medium firmness tofu for scrambles, and it's totally changed the game. Anyway, for a scramble, you're gonna to wanna to take your tofu to replace the eggs. So whatever you're normally putting into a scramble, you're gonna saute up per usual. So like onions, spinach, bell peppers, things like that. And then you're gonna go ahead and dry out the tofu like we just talked about. After you've pressed out a good bit of water, you can just toss it all in together in a pan with a little bit of oil, like a coconut oil, and just toss it in like you would an egg scramble. You're just gonna to wanna to mince it up really finely and mix it in with all of your veggies. So for the color of eggs, you're gonna to wanna to add turmeric and then sometimes curry powder is suggested as well. It's also so good if you toss in some tomatoes like towards the end, they just let out a little bit of juice and then they wilt a little bit. Oh my God, y'all. And then the whole thing is good on its own, of course, but I'm especially a fan of putting this huge scramble on top of a piece of sourdough toast, like really overload that. If you have a little bit of time in the morning, this is a really easy recipe to feel, again, a little bit indulgent, but it's super easy, plant-based, super, super delicious, and actually really, really easy. So to recap this little bite-sized episode, we are talking about the five easy ways to eat more plant-based. So that's looking at your breakfast options, trying to cut out dairy where you can, and then three food items would be lentils, mushrooms, and tofu to more thoroughly incorporate into your diet. Of course, there are so many options when it comes to eating plant-based. These are by no means like the ride or die ways to eat a little bit more vegan when possible. But with that, I do wanna remind us, you don't have to be totally vegan to eat more plant-based. So that means starting with one meal or starting with one day a week or just starting somewhere and then helping yourself transition. Some people find it really easy to just get up and the next day they are vegan for the rest of their life after they watch an animal agriculture documentary. But for a lot of people, it takes time and it's about transitioning slowly and just becoming more conscious and training your taste buds to just be more inclined to that. So if you are so inclined, I highly encourage you to just start somewhere with eating a more plant-based diet. 
not only for your health, but also again, for the environment. That's what we're here talking about. It's the environmental footprint and the benefits that you can really get from the personal climate change solution of eating more plant-based. If you have other suggestions of food items or recipes that you think other people would really enjoy, please go ahead and reach out to me. I'm always looking for new recipes and always interested in sharing your thoughts. And then I also like to share a lot of recipes on the podcast Instagram page, that's Eco Chic Podcast. And there's a highlight now of just food. So different recipes that I like to share of just plant-based meals that I cook at home for the most part. So I hope you enjoy that if you're inclined. And then again, on that podcast Instagram page, if you would like some Eco Chic stickers, go ahead and reach out and then send me a DM with your address. And I'd love to send you a couple. That's it for today, y'all. Hope you are having a really awesome day. I hope to talk to you really soon. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. If you enjoyed it, if you got any value out of today's podcast, I so, so appreciate ratings and reviews. And then I also look forward to talking to you next week. Bye.